look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Welcome back. You're on 770 CHQR and More Than Money here with Dave and Faisal. We're going to wrap this show up. Uh, let's try to make some sense of everything we've talked about, my friend. Um, but um, maybe the best way to do that is there's this cool article talking about millennials struggling. And is it the fault of baby boomers? Dun, dun, dun. All right. So this kind of brings into everything into – I'm reading the article and I thought, boy, you know, baby boomers are <laughs> blamed by the all millennials their fault. for everything here. All you baby boomers, it's all your fault. Yeah. That's what I keep on hearing. Okay. So uh, is that true? Okay. Let's start talking about, first of all, who's a millennial and then kind of go into the fact of what's their, what their experience may be. A millennial basically – Somebody born in the late 80s, late 90s. 80s right? You've got to be 18 – say, in the year 2000 or later, right? That would be a millennial. Fair. Okay. So now that we know who we're talking about, they've had some struggles. Let's find out what their struggles are. To purchase a home, to live in a home, live on your own. Um, They've gone through recessions. 2000 to now, they've gone through a really deep recession where a lot of them were promised, directly or indirectly, of great opportunities. And some of them saw it because of the tech tech boom that we had in the late 90s and early 2000s. Mm of prosperity completing school. I'll, I'll, point, I'll say it this way. There have been many millennials who've been told, if you finish school, you'll get a good job and good money and you'll be fine. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. It didn't work out that way. It didn't work out that way because housing prices have gone up. Interest rates were falling, but very difficult to get, to, to get into your own home. Purchasing a lifestyle that you've been accustomed to because you've seen your parents, i.e. the baby boomers, um, and, and the generation after. Uh, l- is very difficult to achieve. Now, so yeah, fair enough. But in, in fairness, some of this research is like this article was in the UK, right? Now, of course, their housing problem has been crazy. So I'm, I'm not suggesting that, that here in Canada, it's we, not we hear true. it all the time too. We do hear it, but it's not it's not quite as bad as say what? Well, unless you're in Vancouver London. or Toronto, let's put okay, that Vancouver, in place. Vancouver's bad. Yeah. So let's talk about anecdotally some of our clients who have yeah. who've expressed uh, their children to talk to us yeah okay and when we're talking to them they find it very difficult right what do they find it very difficult is getting what their parents have right okay and and the measurement of improvement in lifestyle generation over generation is how long it takes you to have what the previous generation had or right. do you have more right and so because it will talk first of all in regards to what you can receive it's it's tough it's not easy, and I get it. Right. Okay, so I'm not discounting the struggle of a millennial. Here's where I have concerns about the comments that I hear about millennials blaming baby boomers. The baby boomers are are the ones who started the growth in this country, in North America, in the Western world. The baby boomers were the ones, and let's go through it. Brought in the the, the mortgage brought in the white picket fence, the, the, uh, the garage door, the, the concept of life that we have right. today right. has been brought in through a major growth period which the baby boomers contributed to. Right. Okay? Yes, we accumulated debt to get here. Yes, from a fiscal perspective from governments, they're in problems. And the concern is, will that diminish the lifestyle of the next generation because of that? Now, Here's where I. Why don't you jump in first? Well, I was going to. I was going to argue. So the baby boomers, we got the millennials. Let's talk about pre-baby boomers. Went through a very tough time. Two world wars, a depression, 
right? There's so <laughs> it's a reaction, right? It's a my parents went through this right. as a baby boomer. I don't want that, so I want more. Right. I'm not gonna. So, so what experience. about what about this argument? The baby boomers have pulled forward a lot of uh, of of uh, spending and whatnot through through debt accumulation. Correct. They're experiential driven. They're having these experiences, and the next generation, a much smaller demographic cohort, moving through here. Let's let's go with that. I uh, I can't. I can't afford a house for 19 years. It takes me 19 years of savings versus what my parents would have maybe had eight or nine years of savings to do. So at the same time of life, right, I can't have the same as my parents. Should they be entitled to that? Let's not use the word entitled because you'll know how I'll react on that one. Right. I think it's a different struggle for it's a different, different era. It's different. I'll give it's you that. a different struggle for different era. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the opportunities to create income and wealth beyond a regular nine to five job is greater now than ever before. Right. There are people that go on a computer and get paid to give their opinion. Right. Before the baby boomers invented three or four news channels where you got all your information from. Yeah. Now there's four million news channels online or on the on the TV, on the radio, and you can get any information that you want and everybody has an opinion. Right. And some of them are getting paid very well. Right. You could have a problem on the internet and become a famous superstar now and make millions of dollars. Right. The opportunities using the internet, using technology is way better now than it was when the baby boomer. So I think opportunity is higher. It's difficult for people who are in traditional jobs. Right. It's difficult for the traditional type of economy. We are not in a traditional economy. We're in a, yep. a non-traditional economy. Right. The, the millennials were the one who brought the, fa the, the phone, Facebook, Amazon, the millennials are pushing for all this. Uber, all these different things but, but, what never were around and have made millions of dollars for millions of people right. because of those opportunities. Right. And I'm also going to talk about timing a little bit um, because, you know, we talk to clients, obviously, all the time. One of the things we talk about is the legacy bucket. Okay. So the legacy bucket is, amongst other things, um, for the baby boom generation – uh, literally the biggest transfer of wealth ever in the history of mankind going to be taking place. Who's going to be the recipient of that wealth? Yeah. The millennials are. Well, the baby boomers will receive a lot, and then they'll pass it on right. to, to the Gen X and millennials. Right. right. So, so there's an argument to be made that it's a timing issue. Wealth has been generated. It's not that it's just all debt nobody has anything. Wealth has been generated. I, there are some struggles. There's a change taking place, for sure. But just go back. Two generations ago, you had two world wars and a depression. Then we had this baby boom generation after the Second World War, which was a giant demographic, uh, created this massive expansion in global, uh, in global growth and wealth. Okay, Now we've got this, uh, this generation behind, has its own challenges as we transition the economy. I get it. But there is wealth been created through this period of time that is enormous. And that, that wealth will get transitioned to the next generation. Do you think we, we spend, in general, too much time focusing on what millennials will get versus about what they can earn? Do you remember the good old days when you turn 18, Dave? You have to go get your own money and live on your own and figure it out yourself. Yeah. Do you think that's changed now? And I'm picking on millennials. I know it's not the right, only the only group that's being affected by this. No, no, no. I mean, it's it's just apropos, but relative to the, the, you know, the article we're talking about. Um, 
Yeah, millennials are struggling. So, I remember being 18. I struggled. My, my parents, you know, were uh, upper middle class, I would call them. But let me tell you, you pay for your university education, right? You do, the, you do those things. You earn it. You go and you earn, earn it. it. Right? You go and earn it. I now, think that's changed. Maybe. I think the concept of going out and earning it yourself has changed. Not only from the Gen X and, and millennials, but also from the baby boomers. Right. My child deserves to have a house, so I'm going to gift him money. And sometimes it's some guilt too. It's not. It's not just that. Sometimes I feel bad. Yeah, that exactly. they don't Have the it's same things that I do. Right. Because nope, no, I have yet to hear one of our clients say to me, "When I was 18 or 19 or 24, I had my own house and my parents gave." Very no. rare. Do we? No, hear very that? rare. That's right? right. Our our clients anecdotally are saying, right. "I have this. I think my child should have this." Right. So, but there's a there's a, a struggle, a right. journey. Right. That they have missed out on. Yeah. But I have to tell you, just to maybe finish this off, um, every generation struggles. We have their, everybody has their own struggles and in the generation. So I'm not particularly sensitive to that particular, that topic. Um, certainly there is changes. Absolutely. I got it. Um, but there is, there is a responsibility for each generation to go out and earn it. Um, timing might be different. Maybe it does take longer now to, to save, to buy for a house. I get it. Okay. Maybe your parents are in a position to help you do that. I get it. Okay, but that's not an entitlement, right? That that is a, it is something that we all have to earn and a responsibility. The biggest problem that we talk about with people that will be transitioning wealth is do my kids understand the responsibility of the money? Correct. I've earned financial it. Financial literacy and the responsibility of owning it is a problem. Right. It, Absolutely. And, and you've you've got to understand the value of that dollar to respect it and to to be able to spend it. So I'm not sure that we've we've accomplished anything in the discussion. It is an interesting article. It raises a conversation that we hear a lot about. Um, Send us your thoughts. Go to morethanmoneyradio.com. Let us know what you're thinking. We'd love to uh, hear from you about the struggles between millennials and how they blame the baby boomers. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Or if you're one of those baby boomers in retirement, tell us about how you feel about what your kids are facing because you're seeing them struggle. Yeah. Right? We'd love to have a chat about that going forward. Uh, We also have an upcoming seminar, my friend. Oh, yeah. And and we're going to talk about how you can bulletproof your retirement. And if helping your children is part of your financial future, then you want to know if you're going to be secure or not in that. And if you want to make sure you have your lifestyle uh, moving the way in the direction and protecting it going forward, you definitely want to come to our seminar on Tuesday, May 29th, 7 p.m. at the Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits. Now you need to reserve your seat. So give us a call, 966-8400-966-8400. Or go to our website to register at morethanmoneyradio.com. Yeah, you know, I think um, uh, we have to we have to tag these two things. We know just in this millennial conversation, Faisal, um, the uh, a big topic of focus has been this this transition of wealth and the responsibility of that. And I think we're going to have to continue that conversation. I'm a gen I'm a Gen Xer. You're a Gen Xer, right? So we're right in between the uh, baby boomers and, and the, and the yeah. Gen Ys, right? The the millennials. So it's it's an interesting uh, set of circumstances, challenges, but but wealth, a total wealth conversation, I think is critical. And I love having those conversations. Did you like the, my compliment today? I agree to that me? you're a Gen X. See that? Not bad. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's a good compliment. <laughs> All right, listen, <laughs> thanks for tuning in to another edition of More Than Money on 770 CHQR. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. 
David Popowich and Faisal Carmeli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popowich and Faisal Carmeli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund, an investment industry regulatory organization of Canada.